0: There's something new on Airs LA every day. My name is Dr. Bill Tikeshta, and I'm the Chief of Optometric Services at the Center for the Partially Sighted in Los Angeles, California, and the Consulting Director of Low Vision at Braille Institute of America. Each Sunday, we're going to bring to you tips and information to help you to cope while living with low vision. Tips to help you to travel throughout the house more safely. One of the things that we often fail to remember is that our vision is something that we use subconsciously to help us to travel throughout our homes. When one loses some of their vision due to macular degeneration or diabetic retinopathy or glaucoma, we often find that we might injure ourselves in our own homes. As many as one-third of all adults with low vision actually suffer from trips or falls that lead them to go to the emergency room And these trips and falls are often because of their vision. So some of the things that could be very helpful to make you safer when you're walking is to take some of these tips and use them in your everyday life. The first thing is that before you actually walk, look. It sounds very, very basic, but when a person has typical or normal vision, a lot of times we don't actually have to look before we walk. We may begin to walk, but our vision is able to process the information so quickly that if something is in the way, our brain is able to tell the body to get out of the way reflexively. But many people with low vision have blind spots, so we often do not see things. We're so accustomed to simply relying on our vision to tell us where things are at that we get up and go and move, and we move out of the way if something's in the way. But when you have blind spots you often do not see these things so it's good to stand up and scan and to look around before you move in other words take two seconds count 1001 1002 as you scan and do this before you begin to walk number two you wanna make certain that when you are walking in your home that you try to wear slippers or shoes or something to protect your toes I can't tell you how many patients that I've had where they have broken their toes because they ran into a door or to a wall. When you wear shoes it's going to really protect yourselves. Many times there might be something that's on the floor that you didn't see and the shoes are going to really protect you. Also in the event that there's an earthquake or other type of emergency if you know that you have slippers or shoes directly under your bed you could slip them on very quickly even if you need to get out of the house very very soon. Number three, you want to make certain that you have maximal lighting in your home. If you're going to wake up in the middle of the night, you're going to have difficulties with seeing. A very, very helpful tool to have is to either keep a small flashlight next to your bed, or you could have different light lights. These night lights are things that you could plug into your electrical outlet, and as soon as you move, it senses the motion and the lights will turn on this is a way that you'll be able to see where you're walking more comfortably there's other versions of a night light that are going to be on all the time and they use very little electricity so this could be very very helpful if you do prefer to keep a flashlight with you one of the small flashlights that's very very bright is called the mini mag light the mini mag light is available at all drugstores and even stores such as target and walmart They cost about $9, but I think they're really good to keep with you and you could also carry them with you if you go to restaurants and other places to help you to read the menu. You also want to think about increasing the contrast in your home. You could change the contrast by actually painting certain areas of your home a different color. For example, you might consider painting the door jams. The door jams in a white home with a white door jamb is often difficult to see and if you also have a white door you really don't know whether it's a door or it's just a wall you might consider painting the door jams a contrasting color some people will paint them a brown or other types of colors to give that contrast and then you know very easily that there's a door there also other people will use contrast by using different types of floor moldings these floor moldings are the piece of wood or plastic that goes along the base of the walls in your home if you have a contrasting color floorboard these particular types of moldings are very very helpful because then you could see the change the contour or if there's a corner there another but more expensive option is to use crown molding I once visited a home it was a beautiful home And there was crown molding along the edges of the wall. It was something that really made the home stand out. And I said, wow, where did you ever get this great idea? And the seller of the home basically told me that her husband actually had macular degeneration and he often couldn't see where were the edges and the corners of the walls. So the crown molding was something they used to create that type of contrast, but it really gave it that type of elegant look. Now when you're walking within your home you also want to make certain that during the daytime you have sufficient lighting. Many people don't turn on the lights because of the cost of electricity. Well there's different options. You might slightly open the drapes or you could get different types of mini blinds or vertical blinds and there's also ways that you can install a skylight at a very very low cost. This can increase the amount of lighting in the home to make it much much safer. And lastly, remember that you could use other senses. Use your sense of touch. As you're walking through your home, you could feel the difference. If you're walking on carpet, it's going to feel a certain way to your feet. And when you then interact or you come to the tiles in the concrete or the ceramic tiles, you'll then be able to feel it's a different texture. This way you might then know that you're in the hallway as compared to the living room if you use your hands you could also extend your hands at a 45 degree angle in front of you rub your hand against the wall and you could then trail what we call trailing or feeling the wall this is a great way that you can feel ahead of where your body is and you will know when to turn or when to stop so these are some of the things that can make it very helpful for you with traveling in your home and it's also very helpful to consult with an orientation and mobility specialist these are folks who are extremely trained to teach you to be safe when you're walking. You might be able to find an orientation and mobility specialist through your low vision eye doctor or your low vision rehabilitation center. So I hope this information is helpful to you, and we hope that you'll tune in next time when we bring you more information with living with low vision. For airs LA, this is Dr. Bill Takesta. This podcast is intended solely for the use of the blind and the print-impaired audience. Any unauthorized use is prohibited.